Hey, bitches. Ooh, bitch. It's Cocktail Queens, the podcast. I am your host, Wouter. And I'm Evan. And together, we are going to spill all the freaking tea. So grab that liquor off the top shelf and pour yourself a big one. And let's get started. Cheers, bitches. Cheers. Ooh. Hello, all you Cocktail Queen listeners. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktail Queens. <laughs> this is so smooth. Like I, It's like a sex voice that I do now all of a sudden at the beginning, you know? Call 0900 for some extra pleasure. <laughs> Ew. I thought you were going to be cute with it and be like, call 0900 for an extra shot of Bailey's in your coffee. Cocktails, come on. Yeah, I'm... Get clever. Okay, anyway. <laughs> well, today we are not really drinking a cocktail. I'm drinking a coffee. 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 As a, my mother says. Coffee. Ew. <laughs> Struggles. What? That's like the New York way of say, saying it, like coffee. A coffee. 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 Yeah. Yeah. No, that was just me saying yeah to you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about today? We're talking about the sensation that has taken over the world. Which is? K-pop. Yes. (laughs) Okay, you're being weird. Yeah, I mean, K-pop. I mean, what is K-pop? Well, I think it's actually a bit weird why it's called K-pop. I also think it's weird. It's like you don't have... Like, in the UK, calling it UK, UK pop. pop. <laughs> right? Because you would definitely have that. I mean... Or, like, German pop. It's just G- pop. G-pop. So, K-pop is from Korea, of course, if you guys don't know that. But I think most of you guys do know this. But you know they also have J-pop. Like, Japanese pop. Yeah, yeah. I know. And C-pop. China pop. I, do they have C-pop? I don't know. But, you know, like, they have to sing... They have to learn Chinese at these schools always. Wait, wait, the Korean ones? Yeah. They learn Chinese. They learn Chinese, they learn Korean, they learn um, Japanese and English. And Japanese. Yeah, we watched a documentary from Blackpink. They said it. They also had to learn to study Chinese. I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe I wasn't listening at that point. I don't know. Maybe you weren't. Am I okay? I don't know. How are these sounds? Just talk a bit. I don't know. Louder? I think it's okay. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we're both very big fan of Blackpink, but... They're cool. They're when really was cool. your first time when you listened to K-pop? Like, what was your first song? You you, you got into this way quicker than I did, ever. I mean, I only knew a couple songs back in, like, 2011 or 12. There was this group, To Anyone, and they had a song... To Anyone, yeah. I'm the best, like... So he Bish. still knows this choreo, and like I think it was a couple of weeks ago. Because shout when out, you did the choreo with Sarah, who like a friend of ours. She also knows this, and you guys were just like both in your Halloween costume, dancing this. You've been doing this dance for two years. Or I something. have to shout out to Leland Charles, yes. friend of the podcast. Yes. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, <laughs> but. He, I think, played it for me the first time. And then we, like, learned the choreo together back in our school days when we had nothing like better. Like, Juilliard school days? Yeah, Juilliard school days. Damn. 
Yeah. Okay, so it was back then. Yeah. I thought it was even further back, but then it didn't I'm make any sense. I'm not that old. Oh, I, okay. I said 2011 or 12. Okay. Well, <laughs> anyone. <laughs> to anyone. To anyone. I think my first encounter was Gangnam Style. Yeah. That's K-pop. Yeah, I know. Because that is from like... Uh, Sai. Yeah. From which Sai. agency is it, actually? Is it from YG? I only know YG. There's the other one, but I don't know what it's called. You have a lot more, though. Um, but then there was also Girls' Generation, oh. and they had like, GG. It was a GG for Girls' Generation, <laughs> and I always died. It was like, GG. GG, honey. She pregnant. I thought she had a baby. I think she just had the baby. Oh. Well, yeah. Whatever. She's not Korean, so she's not important today. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But um yeah, they, it was cool cuz um I think K-pop is fun cuz there's I mean they're they definitely have a style to their music. Uh and they have like each song they have their singers, but there also has to be a rapper in it. Yeah, because these groups are divided. Like you have like a person that is more like the rapper, one that's more like the singer, you have like the, like main vocalist they said lead vocalist but you also have this thing of like main dancer and lead dancer and I'm like don't really understand this it, there was like a excuse me oh nasty oh, oh my god there was like a whole discussion on my YouTube channel and one of these reaction videos what the difference was people tried to explain and I was like I still don't get it because to me main and lead kind of like say the same. Yeah, I'm not quite sure about that. Me neither. Gotta look into that a little bit more. You didn't do your research? No. How dare you? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. I think it's more like the lead is the... Then it just Uh, doesn't make any sense. But I think the lead is the person who, you know, like, leads the group, who's like, the dancer, and then the main dancer is the one that... Is second? Yeah, I guess. Well, okay, so there's like... The, there's the lead singer, there's the lead rapper, mm-hmm. there's the lead... Um, dancer. Dancer. And then there's always that fourth one that's just kind of like there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, because... But I think that is the, really the power of these K-pop groups is that they balance them out so well. Because, I mean, these K-pop group, groups, oh my god, they come from actual academies. Like, people go... To an K pop academy. Yeah, when they're 12 or 13 and they they train for years or they get kicked out. They can get kicked out. And then they have to prove themselves. And then at the very end, they form a group and then the groups even change. I I heard that like Blackpink was supposed to be like a a seven or eight member group or something Mm. like that. But they decided to roll with four in the end because of their connection, for example. Because weren't they all roommates? Yeah, they're all they all live in dorms. Right, they all live in dorms. But I think they like they the four of them really connected in the beginning while they were in academy. Like they were roommates at one point. Yeah, I think so. But um, well, I mean, because we obviously watched that Blackpink documentary, which gives gives a little bit more of an in depth look into like their history of these academies. But all these people go to these academies. Yeah, I think for K-pop, I mean, you have to go through the academy because those are like the. It's like getting signed with a, an agency. An agency. Yeah. And that's what they are. Like YG Entertainment. Yeah. And then what I think is really the crazy thing is that, you know, like, then they get their career, you know, and they, they make it. But then they have to, like, 
they don't get so much of the the income. Like I think they only get twenty percent, and YG gets eighty. Something like that. Oh my god, I want to look that up. Yeah, they they don't get all their money, which is kind of unfortunate, but they do get world fame and world domination. Everyone listen to him type because we don't have a producer in the other room, getting our facts straight. Yeah. Okay, so YG and Blackpink are having a ninety to ten percent split. Ah, ninety ten. So the girls only get ten percent, and they're the real stars. So they're saying like it has not been disclosed to the public, but it's known that the group brings in around like twenty five point three million a year. Mm-hmm. Um, this may, this is kind of like around, like six hundred thousand per member per year. I mean, it's not bad. I mean, it's not bad, you know, but it's Plus, like if you think about it, like they probably get all their clothes for free. Yeah, I mean, that YG covers the tour. YG, co- you know, like, but they also do that through sponsors. For example, you know, yeah. like, so I don't know. It's I think it's a bit. Um, it's cruel. They should be getting that money, not all of it, because of, of course, like I think in the U.S., like normally agencies can get between like 10 and 15% and now it's like the other way around where yeah. the artist is only getting the 10%. But then also they gave them the training for that super long time. But don't they have to pay for training? I'm not sure how that how that is. I, I don't know. Any K-pop it, superstar fans out there, tell us. Yeah, tell us. I'm, I'm interested to know because of course, you know, like... The Korean pop has been already for since the 80s, since the 90s. 90s, I think it was very big already. And they just have their own way. But now because they are le- like spilling over in in the Western world, let's say, like, you know, you have BTS, you have Blackpink, and they're all becoming world famous. So now all of a sudden, like these Korean ways are a little bit for people who are not from Korea. We're like, uh, how does that work? Like that looks a little bit shady to us. Shady but it's lady. a culture thing as well, you know? Right. But just because it's a culture thing and if it's wrong, that doesn't mean it should stay. No. It can develop and maybe go into a better way for the artists to uh, give them what they deserve. Yeah. But anyway, it's undeniable that they're like literally taking over the entire world with BTS like snatching every award across the across the, across every continent. Let's say, Blackpink also touring. Just like it's crazy, these fans who they have like, oh my god. They... So I might get canceled for saying this, but I don't know if I could like sing a melody to a BTS song. I know the name is Dynamite. I have no idea how the song goes. I know that one because you play it. Yeah. But otherwise, I sh- they have that song with Halsey. I don't know what it is. No, but Halsey is like, I don't like her at all. We're over Halsey. I, I just think she's too, too That basic. should be a whole subject, just calling out Halsey. pop stars. Uh, no, not Halsey herself. <laughs> <laughs> you hate her. <laughs> No, I don't hate her. I think that song Without Me is really cool, but I don't think she has that mm, wow factor. Like, you know, for example, Gaga or something. Or But that can yeah. be a whole other day. We can talk about all these pop stars that like are the same. Yeah. Like you can just show up and you throw a rock and you'll like hit five people who could do the exact same thing. Yeah. And like nobody's different from each other. Yeah. Well, anyway, so... What I was going to say is that, you know, like, 
we have been doing these reaction videos and we also have a podcast on reaction videos so make sure you guys check that one out because it's really funny but we have this one no i i think i created one reaction video on blackpink breaking the record of bts with most streamed youtube um, oh, videos crazy uh, which, which most with, with with most views in 24 hours let's say yeah. after their premiere and a few months later bts broke that record as well but the comments like people went off on they each other savage. in the comments like they were destroying each other and you know youtube flags stuff and then i have to approve it people I, were ruthless i had to delete like 200 yeah i think like you had in like a day like at least 700 comments of people just like, yeah, Blackpink, Blackpink, well, great. And then picked, other people... It was picked up later because then all of a sudden BTS broke that record. So people started to Google or YouTube search like what the record was. And then my video popped up, which was two months old about Blackpink. And then people went... Uh, they were like to me, like, you fucking changed this video. You better do this. I thought we this. weren't cursing. No, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm quoting, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's okay because we're quoting. <laughs> No, they were ruthless and relentless, and I was just disrespectful. Like, this is just toxic, and they all talk, yeah, you toxic bling, toxic army, and I'm like, at the end of the day, all these people who are like writing I, this are just like twelve year olds, like frustrated. At the end of the day, fandom for the most part is toxic. Toxic fandom. There's the ones that love, but then there's the ones that go mental. And I think and that's most of the people. And I think that is with like every star has this, you yeah. know, like I I mean, I used to be like a Britney, uh, like hardcore, I mean, still, but I, when I was young and people would talk shady or about her or Gaga, you would I me. literally like destroy them online. Like I have done some oh attacking to friends even and then I had to apologize in real life later. I was like, sorry, I just cut a little bit taken mm. away. What? I know, but. I don't know. I think it was because when I was young and I was like, okay, this is weird. Why am I doing this? But that's the thing. Young people hiding behind a computer and just like... Yeah, but you know, like, you got, you got to imagine that, like, I don't know if you've had that, but I've had been such a fan of, you know, Britney and Gaga that they were my everything. They were my goddess almost, you know? Like, they were... they. You say, like, oh, Gaga legend, you know? Like, if it's like... Gaga, Ga what? Gaga, Gaga Legend or Godney or whatever. Godney? Ew, I've never heard this before. Love that one. There, there's so many memes with that one. I always die so much. But, Ew. I mean, you, I didn't call her that. But in a way, they become so... You idolize them so much that you but defend why? them. For what reason? I think it's because also when you're young, you're just like looking for things to look up and you want to belong to... A group, you know? I think in the end of the day, everyone wants to belong to something. I personally think that there's too much energy put into um, famous people. Mm -hmm. Making them seem like they're... Like the idea of a celebrity. Like, celebrities weren't a thing 150 to 200 years ago. It's with social media and it's with all the media that's going on. That's like video. not social media because celebrities were well, were media. There Let's already say for it's a long time. Media, like also like actors. People go crazy when they meet an actor. An actor is just a regular person who has a talent for acting. They are an actor. They're not like. And then people are like, but it's a movie star. 
And it's the same with singers. It's like they have a talent. Wonderful. Celebrate the talent. Yeah, I get that. But also like I I always loved rooting for them. You know, like I think it's because you start rooting for somebody, especially if you become a fan from them. Like, you know, like I be, I really became an active Britney fan when she actually had her meltdown because before I, I was too young to really become such a fan of an English person because I would not really understand anything. But I was, I, back then I was like, I became fan because I was rooting for her. I think she had an amazing career and everything was taken down. And I was like, you start rooting for somebody to come back up. Or when Lady Gaga came out with like Just Dance, you know, like small, everything. But she was a bit weird. And I remember seeing Poker Face and I was like, oh my God, this woman is going to make it very far. And I was like, I'm going to root for her. I want to see her live. Well, that's the thing. I think rooting for someone and like supporting them is different than like... If you see them in the mall, running up to them, screaming, clawing, trying to get a photo with them. Well, I would... Yeah, I mean, I've been in front of a lot of concerts and then you just scream. I think it's because these people become unreal. Well, but I'm not saying that. When they're on a stage, screaming, that's like in our culture. We do that. But I'm saying in real life or like... Yeah, I mean, if I would were to come... If you were to see it, Britney Spears... I wouldn't go and, oh my God, like, I wouldn't do that. No, no, because then I would leave them a little bit more in their own thing. And I, may, I would walk up there and be like, oh my God, I love everything what you're doing. And just, like, make the compliment, you know? Right. I, but that, I, I think I'm not fair. up for the hysterical screaming in that kind of setting. But let, let's bring it back a little bit, like, to the... <laughs> to the <laughs> to the K-pop. To the K-pop, because there is this ongoing battle between the BTS army. So, fandoms have names, like, in any... Like, when did these names start to come? I don't know. Was it Lady Gaga? Because she was the first one who she called everybody her little monsters. And then all of a sudden, everybody started to call somebody something. Does Britney have a fandom name? No. No, I think it's Gaga. I don't think other people had names for their fandom. Because then the Beehive came... Beehive, Gaga was the first, I think. She was I think. Like, because she was just kind of like, oh, my little monsters. Like, it was something cute. And then they were like, yeah, we're her monsters. Yeah, because <laughs> it was also the monster ball, gathering all the monsters and, and all that kind of stuff. Because she was all... Gaga was a whole other subject. We'll get into that another time. Yeah. Very interesting. Very interesting. Love her. Yeah, she's cool. She's great and very talented. Jesus. I wouldn't so run talented. up to her screaming, but... So Give talented. her a compliment. But, um... <laughs> BTS, mon- uh, the... It's called the ARMY, the Army. and then from Blackpink, they're called Blinks. And these two, two groups, they were killing each other. And then I also saw a lot of people like, I, I like both groups, blah, blah, blah. So I don't know. I think what I really said also there, and I, and I pinned my comment, I was like, guys, records are there to be broken. Respect the other group. They both work really hard. Don't put it on YouTube um, hacking stuff or... Uh, discrediting views or anything like that. Just like this is what it is. Except for what, accept it for what it is. Um, and I think I don't know. I just got very upset, and I at one point I took off the comments because I was just like, this is just going crazy. These people keep repeating themselves, and nobody even. I think there is a lot of disrespect, and I think that's what you come out like, with with the younger, you know, like with Gen Z. They're like all on these screens, and they're Ooh. all behind the screens. You're gonna get canceled. You just called out a whole generation. 
Yeah, no. They're going to listen to this and you're canceled. No, 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 no. Gen Z is like the future. Gen Z is very also like, okay, guys, you know, climate change, all this kind of stuff. Totally. I think they're great. But I think also, no, let, let me just say what I wanted to say is that before there was maybe just like one channel where you could, you know, like if you were an online hater. I remember for the first time when there was the topic of like online hate and online trolls. But there was maybe just one channel to do that. But now it's everywhere. It's like people are just like, it's too accessible for people to just like spill hate online, I think. Oh, completely. Well, we did a YouTube video on online hate. So make sure you check that one out. I will link it down below. (laughs) But let's take a break. Yeah, we need to cool off. Yes. (laughs) More K-pop soon. And we're back. Welcome back, guys. So tell me your bias. Oh, wait, you're going back into your sex voice. <laughs> oh, again. Oh, my God. No. So tell me your bias. I think first we need to tell people what a bias is. I agree. A bias is, like, your favorite? Yeah. I mean, it's like who you... Normally, it's like you say you're a bias against somebody, but this is bias in favor. So it's basically your favorite in the group. Yeah. In the group. So from each K-pop group, you have one bias. But then there's an ultimate. Yes. Or what is it called? Ultimate the bias? The ultimate bias is like the king or queen from all your biases. So basically, who's your favorite K-pop artist? Like one. Not group, but artist. So who's your bias? Let's talk Blackpink bias. I don't know. Yeah. I think they're all cool. I, I think, like them. Like, after watching that documentary, I like them all for different reasons. I think so, too. I really couldn't pick one. Because no. they're all very sweet and kind. And they all have their talents. And, uh, yeah, they're cute girls. Yeah. Kawaii. Kawaii. <laughs> Which is what is Japanese. It? For what? For cute. Yes. Kawaii. Yeah, but they don't do that. I know, they, they have the little heart thing. They have the little heart thing. I got shade for that once, that I said kawaii at the end, and then I made, like, the little heart. You <laughs> did that? It uh, was, like, a little bit dysfunction. Like, you know, it was not connected to each other. It was, like, a Japanese <laughs> word and a Korean sign, and then people in the comments on my YouTube channel were like, you know that kawaii is Japanese, and, Co- and the heart is Korean, and that Korea and Japan are in a war, or, like, they had something Cultural going on. Cultural appropriation. I know, definitely, <laughs> 100%. And cultural appropriation, but not even done right. Cancelled. <laughs> oh my god. You've officially been cancelled four times during this podcast already. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I've been cancelled on my YouTube channel already four thousand times. So, I mean, cancelled by one personal, cancelled by... I don't, I don't even care, you know? Right. But, well, oh, what I was gonna say is that, you know, all these crazy rules that, for example, Blackpink has to follow. I thought we were talking about a bias. Yeah, but it it just came. Sorry. Oh, we're done. We're done with the bias. I mean, the bias. I I, I like Lisa because I think she can dance a lot. But actually, when I was watching this documentary, I really like Jenny and I really like Rose and I think Jisoo is super cute. She's so cute. Yes. So I was like, I don't know who my she's bias. Like, her English. She's so stressed about it, and it's I know, adorable. It's so cute. These interviews with like Jimmy Fallon and stuff. Oh Jimmy yeah, yeah. Kimmel. I don't know. Just Jimmy. The Jimmys. The Jimmys. Um, so what were you talking about before? I cut you off. Sorry. Yeah, the rules that they have to follow. Most of the cable groups. What are they? I don't know them. Like, for example, they cannot smoke. They cannot get 
tattoos. I understand. I understand. Before they could get tattoos, but then I think somebody got like from one agency got a very inappropriate tattoo that was very mediaized, mediatized, mediaized, like was super highlighted in the media. Totally. And (laughs) then they were like, okay, so no tattoos anymore because it's too it. Um, how do you say it's causing a controversial, controversial. Causing a They cannot drink. Ever. No. Okay. So, and be, uh, because... Sober living. Because there were a lot of K-pop artists that, you know... Well, they realized that got, sometimes alcohol can be a bad influence. And destroy a career, and they don't want that. Not in our case. We drink every podcast, yeah. except for this one so far. But, um... But on the other side, I also really love that because these agencies know that young people follow these groups. So That's good. So it's not, they don't give an extra bad influence. You know, like if you follow this K-pop group and you're like 14 years old and all of a sudden you see them drinking and partying and like whatever, you're more... I mean, likely to yeah to start of course it's uh, with young people looking up to celebrities especially and like, in the world of k-pop like they're so idolized what we just well, talked about wasn't blackpink like really the first group to like break into mainstream or was it bts no bts bts, BTS first. broke yeah bts was definitely the first group male group and then blackpink followed but they're both from different agencies Really? I thought they were both YG. No, no, no. Black, uh, uh, um, BTS is from another agency. Are you going to look it let up? Let me just look it up. Okay, that BTS. means I'm in charge of uh, keeping all you listeners uh, interested in what's happening over the next few seconds. As Big hit big hit entertainment. There we go. That was only a couple seconds. So, big hit entertainment. Yes. So <laughs> it's, it's from something else. Um, but I also read, for example, that if you are in the same agency, so I know that Blackpink and YG they have a male group that is, uh, like coming up older, no oh, older. Um, also, there is like terms for that if you are an older group or if you are a newer group. Like there's different rankings in terms in in like in the K-pop world. Okay. But they're not allowed to meet each other. They're from the same agency, but they're never allowed to meet each other. So here's another question: Are agencies allowed to collaborate with each other like could blackpink collaborate with bts the world would end like the k-pop world would end but are they allowed i don't know if they're allowed i just know about the meeting because they also don't want them to date oh yeah oh they're not allowed to date anyone are they no they're not allowed to date which is also very sad but for example all the groups were and now they they renewed these things also, they're not allowed to uh, drive. Rosé wanted to get her driver's license and she was not allowed. Wow. I think maybe if they come in... I think they really see these girls as, you know, like their product and something that's very valuable. So they, they put a lot of it. time and energy and effort into them and money and they want to keep that uh, yeah. going. So they want them to be as safe as possible. So, of course, no drugs, no, uh, no boyfriends, no uh, alcohol... Also, just for them to to live a healthy lifestyle because their schedules are so crazy that it's also goji berries unhealthy. and green smoothies every day, all day. I think so. <laughs> and no clubbing. They're not allowed to go to clubs because there you have boys, alcohol, drugs, all that Sex. kind of stuff. Um, so, for example, Blackpink has this... Um, we're talking a lot about Blackpink because I think because we know them know, the most. Yeah. They have every uh, Saturday have this vlog series, but they never go, you know, like out. 
No, they, they go no. out. They go out <laughs> to like a little zoo to like hug pandas, or they go like they're like fifteen year olds. <laughs> I mean, they're super cute. They're adorable, and I think they are kind of sort of stuck in that time because they might be in their twenties, but I think they still have so many rules. So it's kind of like they're. Yeah. And that's what they also show because actually when we watched the documentary, I thought that for example, Rose was very mature. I thought she was a very mature person, much more than I would have thought um, them to be in a way. But I don't. They're in their twenties, right? I think it's like twenty three. Yeah, twenty three, twenty four. I think. I think Jisoo is a little bit older. She's yeah. the oldest. Crazy. But yeah, who's your ultimate bias? I don't know. I me don't neither. have one. Have you none. you ask me these questions like like <laughs> you think I'm gonna have an answer. I have no idea. Honey, I know you don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, you just like look at me, you're like, who is your ultimate bias? <laughs> tell me, tell me, ass. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so um we have okay, so that like this whole bias is like a whole term that they have in the K pop world and now they have so many terms. So what is a comeback? I mean that's pretty general. A comeback is when you come back. You come back with a hit. But for example, for me, what I always felt is like, for example, Rihanna has been absent from the music world for like four years. So she's going to have a comeback. If she now creates an album, I think I consider that like a comeback. Like she's making a comeback. I mean, I also think when Beyonce came out with um, like B-Day. No, not be there. Like, um, so she, like, her, like, when she first started solo, she had, like, Crazy in Love, you know? Yeah. And that was her. But then she had Deja Vu, and that was a comeback. I think it was a comeback. It was like a, bam, I'm here, bitches. Yeah. I think and a I comeback don't know. is really, like, when you smash and you come. But, for example, When you Black- smash and you come back? Yeah, but, for example, <laughs> Blackpink has... Every year they have uh, a new like a mini L like a uh, an LP, EP, EP EP not an LP LP is full oh. EP drop let's say um, and just a few songs but now this year actually they had for the first time an actual album yeah but I was like there is a one year <laughs> I spit all over spit the place everywhere oh my god you nasty <laughs> <laughs> you nasty. <laughs> But if you Just so excited, if you every year if you return with with music, is every year a comeback? Technically, yeah. yeah well, it but... depends how long. I mean, you know, you can. It depends what your regular thing is. If you are every year one thing, then it's not a comeback. If it's normally every year is your normal, and then you don't have something for two years, and then you come back. Yeah, I think everyone has their idea of what their um. What's that? Their schedule is? So in K-pop group, it's basically when they start to release a new song after a while, it's considered a comeback. But that's so normal in everything. That's not a K-pop word. That's a normal thing. Yeah. If you want to release something and it's been a while, it's a comeback. That's for everybody. Okay, but... Skip it. Okay, skip it. Cancelled. All kill. Kale? Like like green? No, kill. Like, I kill you. Oh. Where they murder the charts and ah. they like get really high. Yeah, so in Korea you have many different types of charts, like many different types of real-time music charts, let's say. And mostly if a group re- releases a number and they rank number one on all Korean charts, then it's an all-kill. Oh, an all-kill. An all-kill. So yeah, like you get number, number one, one on all the on charts. All, but specifically in Korea. Well, that makes sense, of course. Yeah. 
You know that they also have, you know, like when they they have um, Inkigayo. Inkigayo. Yeah, it's like every week it's it's a music show basically, and they perform their songs. So, for example, Blackpink performed this song "How You Like That" for like six weeks in a row. So here's the thing: what if you're on tour, but your song is number one? You have to come back every Friday to perform there. No, I think then they don't do it. But now I think they're all there because nobody's touring. Well, of course, but I mean in general. Yeah. If you're on tour, but, but it's like, but you know, if your number, song is number one, you have to be back that Friday to perform. But what I then always thought is a bit sad is that every time they were performing it, it was every time the same choreo, it was every time exactly the same executed. And it becomes a little bit this repetition thing, like... I mean, of course, I think we can all agree that these K-pop groups are very fabricated. Well, let's let's broaden that, okay? Yeah. Gaga goes on a tour. You think the choreography is the same in every single place? Of course it is. No, I'm talking about the, the performance. Yeah, the performance. Everything is the same. All the choreography is, different. is the same. Okay, if you do a tour, okay. But if you go on an award show, they always change it up. They always create something new. But this is the one award show where they're, if they're number one, then they know they have to perform there every single week. They can't go into rehearsals and change the choreography every single week for like 15 weeks. I agree. But Blackpink still has the exact same choreo from something from three years ago and they they never um, added something to it or changed it. But I do think that's also very K-pop because yeah. it's like there's like each K-pop has the dance as well that everyone's like, oh my God, I know the dance. And it, well, I think that is the whole thing is it's so typically that these, I mean, K-pop groups, they, there was like a, how do you say a survey that many people follow K-pop groups because of their dancing, because they're so like, wow, how these groups change. And I think they do it very well, but I also sometimes would love to see them do it uh, do it a bit different, but I think that's just uh, the K-pop way. The K-pop way, yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I, I think I'm a fan of it. I think it's cool, but... I mean, you're not going to watch it every week, but no. some people do. Those are the super fans out there, you know? Yeah. They love it, and it's like, that. those are the people that worship the ground that these girls walk on. Yeah. Anything that they do, they'll watch. The YouTube channel, their Instagram stories, not, like, even if... I don't even know everything, these people. Yeah. Yeah, there is the K-pop world is very interesting. And I think we, this summer, kind of like... We dipped our toes in it. Like, and we're like, yeah. what is this world? And it's very interesting. I think it's interesting. And I think it's also interesting where it goes. I read an article, for example, that it's still a taboo to be gay in Korea. Oh, yeah. And um, it's very interesting because apparently back in the 90s and, and even now... Um, they're urging guys, especially, to kind of appear gay in the group because, um, of course, you have the whole anima, anime, um, how do you say, like uh, the, the cartoons? The, wait, like anime, yeah, anime. Yeah, anime and, and all that kind of stuff. I said sex. <laughs> no, anime. Um, that they were all writing about these K-pop groups and creating these gay fantasies and then these... These um, comic books, they sold really well. And then these agencies saw it as a way of actually marketing their group in a free way. Just 
kind of like giving the illusion that there is some kind of gay thing in there and people would obsess over it somehow um so they were urging the guys to sometimes you know like appear a bit gayish touch each other's um, butts but then they have a lot of these um uh what do you say they have a lot of these uh programs on tv where they have where a, like a group as bts comes and they have to play a game. For example, they have a banana uh. in their mouth and they pass it on to each other. Uh. So it's very gayish. So it's very like, oh. But then, uh, then when they do interviews, they're super straight. So, and this is what is really weird for the Western world because here it's like, well, just be gay then, you know? It's don't, don't. Well, I think for them, it's, it's not like, well, just be gay then. I think it's kind of like, just be yourself. Yeah. And if yourself is gay, then that, then be that. But also don't try and force storylines be- to get, but everyone does it at well, the same time. Because at the end, wait, at the end, there was somebody who was gay and he wasn't allowed to come out. So he quit the agency and he started for himself. So he's like the first ever K-pop uh, gay man, let's say, as a solo. Because at the end of the day, they're not allowed to come out. They're, they have to act gay to provoke a little bit or to suggest so that people start to fantasize and obsess about that in a weird way. Girls would like it if guys would be gay. Like, they would read these comic books and be like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, I don't know. It's But in a way, for them, gay it's... is cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But it's a free marketing method that they, they yeah, found out. But now that um, these groups are world famous, let's say, they are changing this this K-pop scene because it doesn't fit our Western societies and our thoughts anymore. Sad. What, I think people should be allowed to to be who they are, Oh, depending I w- if you're in a group or not. You know, oh, that matter. part, yes, yeah. for sure, totally. I was saying sad if, like, also, like... To be fair, it, a lot of people still are against gay um, celebrities, you know? A lot of celebrities... It, it is a fear for them that they will lose their... I mean, uh, can we talk about Harry Styles, what just happened the other week? I don't know what happened. So basically, he did a fo- photo shoot for Vogue. And you know that he is like very like exploring his sexuality and yeah. stuff. So he was wearing dresses, like actually couture dresses. Okay. And... Um, I look at them. Okay, so he was wearing these couture dresses... And all of a sudden, like, right-wing Americans were bashing him on Twitter and on Instagram and saying, like, uh, masculinity is dead. Like, what is this? How are we teaching our kids? Like, they were destroying him. And then everybody, like, everybody in Hollywood, all the celebrity world, everybody rooted behind him because they're all like, you know, whatever. You know, it's just exploring. But but that's what I'm saying. A lot of people still have that... um... Yeah, that sense of like, oh, men need to be men and women need to be women. And a lot of uh, celebrities out there for the longest time, um, I do think things are changing now as like our generation is very much about gender and sexuality. But for the longest time, celebrities were hiding in the closet and fearful that uh, they would not get work because of their sexuality or they would get actors would get pigeonholed into only gay roles. And that yeah. has happened to people. And I think also that later, you know, like the next generation, they're actually, you know, like I didn't see any gay couple on 
online on television when I was younger. But now, I mean, maybe just a few tattoo. All the things she said. All the things she said. Well, my head. but now I think the new generation they are raised with seeing this, and yes. I think they don't care. Like they don't care at it's all. It's normalizing it. So I think next generation it's going to be even better. But I think this is a whole other topic. That is a whole so other topic. We will save um, this, and we will for sure for sure go into that. So many topics to discuss. Yeah, it's very Ew. interesting. Was there anything else about K-pop? No, that's it. I think that's it for now. If you guys um, have anything to say about K-pop, let us know. Follow us on Instagram, Ev and Wouter. Yeah, and um, subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. No, not thumbs up. That's, that's YouTube. YouTube, babe. Give us a good rating yes. and a good review. Yes. I'm learning, guys. On Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, well, enjoy your weekend, everybody. And even though we weren't having a cocktail... Get Please a have a cocktail for sure, and let us know what you're drinking. Oh my god! And give us recommendations of what to drink. <laughs> oh we'll take god. it all. Oh god! Oh god! Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Ciao, guys. Bye. Bye.